What up? This is Yinka Diz. Peace. This is Outlaw. And you're listening to the 80s Babies Podcast. Happy New Year, folks. Or at least you're listening to this in the New Year's. We're actually recording this still in December. But yeah. given that it's a new year, it's time for our yearly baby awards. And so yeah. we just go through a list of all of our awards that we want to want to give to folks. Uh, some are positive, some are, some are negative, some are just fun things to banter about. So we're going to, we're going to go through it. And it's basically the same list that we did last year. We might make some tweaks along the way, yep. but uh, I, I'm not really all that prepped for this episode. Not like <laughs> I was in, uh, in years past. What about you? I, I don't think this was as exciting of a year as, as last year. So I think, I think I probably had more things on the, off the top of my head. Whereas here yeah. I'm probably gonna have to think a little bit harder. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to be doing, like you said, some of this a little off the top of the head. So we're just going to see how it goes. Yeah. All right. So to start it off, we got song of the year, Yinka. Yeah. So my song of the year, uh, and this was hard this year. Um, It wasn't like years past where it was just like, oh, like this is it, you know? And I think some of the records that I would have considered, like Suge, for example, you know, uh, My Type by Saweetie. Um, mm-hmm. the a uh, couple of Megan The Stallion records, like a lot of those were sure. actually last year records that kind of bled into the first half of this year in the summer. Um, well, but for Megan The Stallion, you had Hot Girl Summer. That was a big hit, but it wasn't good, and <laughs> okay. and I didn't I didn't I didn't enjoy it. I didn't see it out or anything. Um, All right. So my my mine is Toast by Coffee. Um, okay. I feel like that every time I heard that song, even if it was just me listening to it by myself, I I enjoyed it. I had a good time. People seem to have a good time. Jadena did his whole rebrand to the to the the tune of Toast by Coffee. So, shout out to Jadena for his rebrand, and shout out to Coffee for Toast. So this one's funny because I've never actually heard this song when I'm out, or if I have, I just haven't been cognizant of it. The only time I've heard this song was when twice when I was DJing. Mm-hmm. Um, on two separate gigs, people came up and asked me to play it. And I was like, oh, I have to go. Like, I had to go find it, literally. Wow. Rightfully so, man. <laughs> and yeah. then the, the third time was when uh-huh. you brought it up again. And I had to just YouTube it real quick. I was like, oh, yeah, that one. I remember yeah, this track. That song is it's so just, fire. I, I, yo, I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm not sure if I should be embarrassed or just like brush it off that I'm not as familiar with this song as I should be. But I don't know for whatever reason, I just haven't really heard it all that much. I think this so. is the equivalent of when you said your girl hadn't heard of Cardi B. <laughs> I think she. No. All right. Let you got to know be, this record, bro. Let me be fair <laughs> to my my international friend. She knew who Cardi B was. She just hadn't heard any of her, her songs. Music. Okay. Yeah, she, I mean, look, she she doesn't live here and she doesn't yeah. really listen to that music. So it's all no, good. That's fair. Okay. So, so right. what's your, uh, do you have a, another nomination for Song of the Year? I do. So I'm going to go, because I am a, a closet Beyonce fan. I mean, I'm, I'm like the most, <laughs> the biggest stan. I'm just like a huge Beyonce. He's definitely closeted. Yes, I'm going to go with Brown Skin Girl by Beyonce. And the reason why I'm going to go with this song is Mm -hmm. because, first of all, just from an aesthetic point of view, I don't I think the song is actually all that great. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not bad, but it it had so like I can just hear it. Mm -hmm. And in fact, so many people I spoke to. Said similar things, and these are folks who don't really care about like picking apart the nuances of a song. Right. They just kind of like it, you know. They they like it or they don't, and mm-hmm. they just kind of going about their business. But even those folks were like, "Look, I can tell that this song has so much more potential to be what it is than what it is." Yeah. And it's just not <clears throat> like it could be a record that goes on at the club, mm. and they chose 
very deliberately not to do that. And so yeah. the reason why I'm going to go with this song as song of the year is because despite the fact that, one, I don't think the song is all that great. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good song, but it's not amazing. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it wasn't even banging in the club unless, you know, you could figure out a way to mix it, which I had to figure out how to do. Yeah. Um, but it was still a really huge record and a lot of people were talking about it. And mm-hmm. I always saw it in people's like IG stories and this, that, and the other. Yeah. And people were like singing along to it. So, so because of that, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Beyonce's Brown Skin Girl. That's just what I would call the general song of the year. For me, I'm going to say, just me personally, my song of the year would be Collide from Tiana, Major Nine, and Earth Gang. Okay. It was on the Queen and Slim soundtrack. I've yeah. been bumping that all that shit for like, I don't know, like the past two weeks. That joint's dope, amazing. So, dope. yeah. The only yeah. other one I would add, and I feel bad, you know, advertising something that I'm not necessarily. Um, I don't necessarily think is organic or um, or necessarily resonates with me, but um, Lizzo's uh, Truth Hurts record was very, very big this year, impacted a huge. lot of people. So um, just did. honorable mention there. Okay. All right, so the next thing we're going to go with is Breakthrough Artist of the Year. I've got two nominations uh, for Breakthrough okay. Artist of the Year. Um, right. The first is really obvious, uh, Burna Boy. We talked okay. about him previously, um, man. I mean, he's obviously had had records before, but you know, now this year he really kind of became like, if not the um, one of the premier African artists. Uh, See, I struggle with that artists. because even I've known about Burna Boy for a while, and mm-hmm. he's had huge records from previous years. Name them. So I don't think he's. Yeah. I, I don't think before Yay. Which, but that's not. But that's not 2019. That it, came out last it, year. It, it came out last year, and 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 it really popped like this year. Okay. All yeah. right. I. I mean, that right. record was big. That's your probably choice. So around I can't. Christmas time. Yeah. Um. Okay. All the way all right. up through the summer. I mean, it was probably the biggest record of the summer. Um. I don't think Burna Boy in in my mind was on the level of a Davido, um, a um, a Mr. Easy. Uh. I mean, any of these people who he's eclipsed this year so that's the reason okay. i would say this year he really broke through uh, my so other artist one? Is, is ari lennox okay yeah. i like that pick because she's been around for a minute right but she's now like really getting popular mm-hmm. so yep. i like that pick Who for me i mean I, I think this one is obvious i was you know gave her glowing reviews in my most recent episode Nicole Bus. when we did the fall recap yeah it's, it's Nicole Bus. yeah because she's another one who's been around especially overseas in Norway she's got several Norwegian projects she even has like some few like little smaller projects here in the US but um, did she really break through though I she broke through for me yeah maybe she's not a real breakthrough artist in that sense so from from you're correct from the way that you would define that you know because like i said her album isn't even doesn't even have wikipedia page mm-hmm. so maybe she hasn't broken through but fuck it like <laughs> she's my breakthrough artist anyway just because yeah. i thought she was such an amazing talent and that that album that she put together was just stellar yeah so so, so you want to go to the rookie of the year yeah so rookie of the year what uh who's your candidate i got yb and corday i like that pick mm. i who, do like that pick yeah who you got yeah I mean, this to me is another obvious choice, but I was just going to go with Megan the Stallion. Uh, Megan, Megan the Stallion. Oh yeah. I thought that her debut LP was good, similar uh-huh. to how Cardi B's was good. Uh-huh. 
And I think that she did enough both in terms of the social media spectrum, which because mm-hmm. obviously that's important. Right. But I think she did enough in terms of the music as well. Um, mm-hmm. And she's a, I think she's going to be a mainstay. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I think she did enough to be you know considered rookie of the year. And obviously, you know, if we're talking about personal things, then yeah, sure, YBA Corday, he made more music that I like, but. Yeah. You know, I'm also trying to be a little bit objective and Yeah, say, that's fair. You know. I, I um I kind of also felt Megan Thee Stallion and the baby were people that I almost felt like I couldn't put in this category because they're kind of rookies, but then they're kind of not. You know, in that like I okay. mean obviously they've been they've been around um at least since last year. Right. Um but you know, similar to you know, me complaining about Cardi being being a rookie, um we couldn't have really called them rookie of the year last year because they they didn't really arrive all the way the way they have early this year. So I, I definitely okay. get why you would you would nominate uh, Megan for sure. Okay. So overall solo artist of the year. This was a tough one for me. I'm not even yeah. sure if I have a good answer. So I might have to piggyback off of what you suggest. I don't have a good answer either. But yeah. my answer is I'm gonna give this to J Cole for the second year in a row. Um, I think a lot of the things that J. Cole planted that made me give him this last year really Mm -hmm. manifested themselves this year. And to see him, you know, have the Dreamville Festival, to see the success of Earth Gang, to see the success of Ari Lennox, to see the success of J.I.D., you know, like just everything all kind of come to fruition this year, even though J. Cole himself, you know, as the solo artist, you know, it, it, it's not necessarily just his music. It's just everything that is J. Cole really manifested mm-hmm. this year to me. You, you know, I'm with that and I won't provide much in my own personal analysis. And I'm just going to go on to the next category group of the year because dreamville Mm -hmm. was going to be my group of the year and so given what you're talking about in terms of you know giving j cole credit for that Mm -hmm. because i actually kind of wanted to say j cole as well but he Mm -hmm. didn't really do all that much personally for himself but i mean for me it's hands down group of the year is dreamville for me yeah so you know given that i'm i'm comfortable with j cole as solo artist of the year and obviously my choice for group of the year would be dreamville who who do you have i had dreamville or griselda so i figured um, you were gonna go griselda yeah yeah, so no but I, I, i like dreamville here obviously Okay, well, why Griselda? And you spoke a little bit th- about this on the previous podcast. But yeah, man. Elaborate um, more now. They just—they've just been very, very consistent, and they've been very rigid in in you know sticking to an aesthetic that you know isn't necessarily celebrated by all. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm um, shout out to all of them, and um, I'm happy that they you know obviously they got their their shady records deal this year, right. um, released their first major label album. Uh, you know, collaborated with DJ Premier, you know, kind of ch- ticking off all the boxes that I would have loved to tick off 20 years ago. Um, and I'm loving it. All right. So let's move on to Surprise Artist of the Year. Do you have any thoughts on this? I do. Um, my Surprise okay. Artist of the Year is Benny the Butcher. I'm not sure if you're okay. familiar with him. He's You've mentioned him before. He's yeah. one of the artists from Griselda. Um, I, In my opinion, he's been the most consistent in, um, in terms of just his product and just his hustle. And so uh, I, I was surprised by him because... For me, the standout talent was was always, you know, Conway um, mm-hmm. and Westside Gun. <clears throat> Even last year, you know, he's always like the cat that's going to drop like four projects a year. Like, you know, he's his stuff is all the way out there. So really, Benny, like 
you know, kind of taking this place in the forefront of the Griselda movement this year was a big deal to me. Okay. Mine is, this is not the best answer. I will concede that right now. Mm. But for me, I'm going to go with Jadena. And the reason why this is not the best answer is Mm -hmm. because what he did should not have surprised me in the sense that if I think that he is a person who's talented, and Mm -hmm. I do, Um, and I think that his his production team behind him is talented as yeah. well. Yeah. The album that he should he put forth should not have surprised me, mm. but it still did because yeah. I enjoyed his first record, mm-hmm. but I kind of enjoyed it because I was rooting for it. It's not an album that I go back and revisit. Right. And with the exception of a few songs here and there, I don't really care much for it. Mm-hmm. And for him to make the shit that he did, which was really smart, mm-hmm. and for him mm-hmm. to produce that album you know with his collaborators the way he did and make a lot of the music that he did you know what is it 85 to africa that's one of my albums of the year Mm -hmm. and so for him to make such a a a sharp transition like right away Mm -hmm. for me it 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 kind of took me by surprise so yeah you know i i don't think it's the best answer um i think there's a probably a a sexier and more clever pick that i could (laughs) have gone with but i'm gonna go with jadena as my surprise artist of the year i think that's a great pick i actually considered it and i i instead put him as comeback artist of the year uh which we'll talk (laughs) about later but but i mean you know yeah great great pick i agree okay all right so moment of the year uh we we spoke a little bit about this pre-show we kind of struggling to come up with ones but uh i have one unless you have one i don't have one so go ahead (laughs) so i think the main one i'm gonna go with is asap rocky's whole just interaction in sweden yeah um because obviously you know it was pretty big deal i mean it got the attention of the president of the united states Mm -hmm. sadly um and it sparked a whole lot of debate, which mm. I would say would disappoint me, except that's just par for the course now. Yeah. I mean, fucking, there was a, a commercial from Peloton, that uh, which is like the bike, com- yeah, the bike yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they showed some woman who was already in shape getting on a bike. And yeah. somehow this commercial caused controversy. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't even read into what the controversy was because I was like, I don't care about wasting my time with it because I saw yeah. that commercial and didn't see I anything think, wrong with it. I and I don't want anyone to try to convince me that it's, there's something wrong with it because it's not. It's just a fucking commercial. It's not a big deal. My point is, though, my point is, is to say that, like, people are always, people just want to have controversy over, over shit. And this was an instance that caused a lot of controversy. Yeah. And so because it got us talking as much as it did, because we recorded a special episode, a mm. bonus episode That's for right. it, I would consider that the biggest moment of the year. Though there's another one. This far more tragic yeah. is a big moment as well. I was thinking um, the same thing, and okay. you know, it's not really like a moment to celebrate, right. so I wouldn't, exactly. I wouldn't put it here. Yeah, but we should still acknowledge that the passing of Nipsey Hussle was a really, you know, it's unfortunate, but it was a really big moment that yeah. happened. Yeah, um, it's inspired a lot of art. It's inspired inspired a lot of songs and just a lot of positive things. Mm-hmm. I would like to think. Mm-hmm. So yeah. rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, we have a, a few episodes where we discuss this, so you guys can go back um, anywhere you see Nipsey Hussle in our, in our song titles or our, in our episode titles. You should you should see that. So, all right, so this should be a fun one. Uh, album of the year. Album of the year is I don't even want to I don't even want to hear what you got because my shit is is definitive. Uh, uh-huh. Mad Gibbs, man, Mad Lib, Freddie Gibbs, oh, album of the year. You shit. knew I was gonna say it. It is yeah. what it is. Call it. Okay. What you got? I, I mean, well, we already spoke about this, but 
Well, I already kind of teased one of mine, which was uh, 85 to Africa from mm-hmm. Jadena. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really good project. But yeah, I have to go with Kairos from the Cold Bus. Mm-hmm. That to me was, that's definitely the best album that I've heard this year. It's the one that I've listened to the most. Mm-hmm. One that I kind of wished would be better. It's not a disappointment, so I'm not going to label it as such. And we actually haven't spoken about it, mm-hmm. um, which I'm surprised. Is Jimmy Lee from Raphael Sadiq. I wanted that one to be a little bit better. It, yeah. it had some really good potential in some places. Overall, it didn't carry as much, I guess, oomph as I would have wanted to. Yeah. But um, yeah, but I'm, I definitely have to go with uh, Kairos from the Cold Bus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you even want to do the East Coast, West Coast, South Artist of the Year? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I, I think it gives us an opportunity to um, highlight more artists. Okay, well, let's just start it off then. East Coast Artist of the Year. I, I, dude, I, I'm drawing blanks here. I've got Griselda. Okay, yeah. from New York. That's cool. Yep. Any particular reason why or just because Griselda? Yeah, man, they're, they're keeping, you know, that gritty New York sound that, you know, people have, you know, said is missing in hip-hop alive. So shout out to okay. them. I can't really think of who I would pick as my east coast artist of the year Mm -hmm. so i'm just not going to nominate anybody but for south artist of the year Mm -hmm. i think it's it's several choices um Mm -hmm. i am going to go with dreamville again Mm -hmm. because i i said the i picked them as group of the year yeah the next pick after that would probably be megan the stallion but Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go with my initial instinct which was to go with dreamville as my Mm -hmm. south artist of the year which well are they off in the south though i think so if we're okay. counting DC as the South for Ari Lennox, <laughs> um, the only one that's not is um, Cos, who's from the West Coast. Okay, but I mean he All didn't right, well, do much. This J year. Cole's and, from the and, South, and so. Boss, who's from New York. Well, either way, I'm gonna pick them as my South Artist so, of the Year. Uh, what you got? So I picked JID, who's from Dreamville. Um, okay, I think JID just had a phenomenal year, and um, mm-hmm. I think he went from you know being. J. Cole's man and a dude that's on Dreamville to like, you know, he did features. He was just all over the place this year. And I really feel like he, he you know, put his, his flag on hip hop this year. Okay. Do you have a selection for West Coast Artist of the Year? I do. Uh, my, right. my selection is Boogie. Um, okay. And uh, I talked about Boogie a little bit before. I think he has really introspective music. I really enjoy him. Um, and I also think that his album is was an album of the year candidate. I don't think it was okay. as good as as Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. But if I had to name my top five albums, it definitely would be one. Okay. Oh, man. You know, I'm not sure if I have a West Coast Artist of the Year either. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who I would pick. But, man, it's real tough. See, that's why I wasn't mm. sure if I really wanted to do this section because I'm not sure like what artists I could highlight. I low-key wanted to give it to Nipsey just because, you know, mm. it's Nipsey. Yeah. He had a very impactful year. We got to hear a lot of, you know, people talk about how his music and his art and the things that he's done in the community have impacted them. Um, you know, but I, I figured it would be a good opportunity to highlight Boogie because I don't think that Boogie's name is said enough. And I think that it's unfortunate that he wasn't really nominated, like in a lot of these award mm. shows and stuff like that. Um, some people have said that that was a, an oversight. Uh, so hopefully maybe next year in some of the makeup calls that they have on these terrible award shows, they will <laughs> highlight them. Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. If you had to highlight a region that represented this artist's sound, Lil Uzi Vert, what region do you think that would be? South. South. So this mm-hmm. is one of the reasons why I am going to continue struggling with this <laughs> category because uh. 
I'm sure that there is a West Coast artist who I know who I'm forgetting that they're from the West Coast. And Probably. So the reason why I struggled with mm -hmm. East Coast artists and West Coast artists is because mm -hmm. the artists who I typically know like actually represent those sounds, mm -hmm. I wasn't really feeling them as much this year. That's fair. But there's a lot of other artists that rep a sound that is not where yes. they're from. There's something so to example, be said for Lil the Uzi Vert is not from the South. He's not right. from Atlanta. He's from Philly. Right. You know what I mean? And I mean, so, there's something to be said for, you know, artists like Roddy Rich, right? Like the dude sounds right. exactly like Young Thug, but he's from fucking LA. Like, you know, um, Yo, you know, the you know what? So, there you go right there. Roddy Rich might be my pick because everybody is talking about Roddy Rich right yeah. now. Um, we were just bumping him last night and he was all over the place. So, so I'm, he's from LA. Cool. I'm going to go ahead and drop my unpopular opinion um here right. uh i'm i really 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 and i'm sorry i'm cool with dj head i'm cool with homegrown all the people who are pushing roddy rich shout out to y'all y'all are great people you have a great team you're doing good work but um there was a time frame in hip-hop where somebody couldn't just blatantly bite somebody's shit and put it out uh -huh. and it'd be okay and the okay. fact that i as somebody who co-signed young thug very early on have been listening to Young Thug for a long time, heard Roddy Rich and could not distinguish him from Young Thug. <laughs> Someone who has such a unique style, Young Thug. Um, yeah. It's disgusting. I, I'm, I'm okay. sorry. I, I cannot support this, this like just blatant biting of somebody's shit and just repurposing it as your own thing. Um, so, you know, I'm happy that somebody who's from the hood in LA is has an opportunity to get out and make a lot of money, but mm -hmm. I do not support that shit. That shit was, you could get beat up for this shit back in the day. Like you blatantly yeah, bite somebody's shit and put it back out. I really don't like the Roddy Rich thing, personally. Okay. Uh, well, that's a, a fair analysis. And <laughs> I wouldn't even think to connect Roddy Rich to Young Thug, because to me, a lot of that shit sounds the same. That's fair. But, I, but I'm not taking away from your point. Yeah. You're probably correct on this. Yeah. I so. I just, I could, I heard the balling song. I was like, because I'm balling. I'm like, oh, Young Thug, I got some new shit. Okay. Uh huh. Oh, no, it's a okay. new artist from LA. What? All right. Anyway. <laughs> so we're going to move on to International Artist of the Year. And I don't think there's any debate about this one, is there? For me, no. Right. I, I got Burner so, Boy. Yeah, I got Burna Boy as okay, well. Okay. And, you know, Nicole Buss, mm -hmm. she's an international artist. That's she's fair. from Norway. But for one, for one, obviously, Netherlands. you know. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I said Norway before. You're right. Yeah. Netherlands. Yes. Yeah. So we'll have to. Right. Um, I got those ends mixed up. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah. But, uh, you know, the fact that she's probably not even a good candidate for Breakthrough Artist of the Year. Obviously, mm -hmm. I can't put her as International Artist of the Year. But the main reason why, because I enjoyed her album way more than i enjoyed um, burners yes burners. Yeah. but burner boys actually sounds like an international artist mm -hmm. whereas nicole buzz on her record if you didn't know who she was you would probably think she's from who knows yeah, like anywhere wherever wherever in the united states right. or, or even from maybe like england and i have a hard time like calling some artists from like london and whatnot like international artists just yeah. for given like the history between the, the two the two countries so <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, Burna Boy is definitely my pick for okay. International Artist of the Year. Dope. Yeah, so Guilty Pleasure Song of the Year. This is this is my favorite, probably my favorite little category, just because it's I think okay. it's funny and I think it's revealing. Um, I would say my Guilty Pleasure song as of late has been um, Gucci Pajamas by Guap Dad Four Thousand. Um, <laughs> I've never heard of this, and I can't wait to. <laughs> you, you need to bump this shit. It's a it's it's a hilarious song about uh. Dude basically just talking about how uh, 
you know, his girl always steals his 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 hoodies and his his clothes and shit, which I think everybody can relate to. Um, but you know, additionally, I, I, it has Charlie Wilson uh, on it, and Charlie Wilson begins the song by singing about how happy he is to finally get a check. Um, and I just <laughs> the song is just so hilarious to me. I love it. I listen to it all the time. So I, I think it's like you talked about um, that. Hot Shower song by Chance the Rapper being a, a yes. good for you. And I don't know if that's that going to be your thing. It is. Okay, so go it ahead. Is. I'm sorry to steal your And the thunder. reason why I need to highlight this more uh-huh. is because apparently this is the only song from the album uh-huh. that Chance the Rapper fans like. And <laughs> it's still a guilty pleasure song for me because right, right. honestly, this shit is whack, <laughs> but it's also hot. Yeah, yeah. It's also hot at the same time. That's kind of so how I, I feel. I just want to highlight that that like that you're, the the song that everybody likes to me is my guilty pleasure because I would, under normal circumstances, I would never <laughs> fucking listen to this bullshit. But I I did kind of fuck with it. Yeah, so yeah I that's mean, my guilty pleasure song. Of this I year. even feel like an idiot saying Guap Dad Four Thousand. Like, why is there a mm-hmm. nigga named Guap Dad Four Thousand? Shout out to Guap Dad Four Thousand. Um, I like your song. It's it's fun. I enjoyed it. Anyway. Okay. All right. So most improved of 2019. Do you have a, a nomination here? So mine is going to go to to Rhapsody. Shout out to Rhapsody. I've definitely killed her on this po- podcast. And I think her album was really good this year. You know what? Mm-hmm. I like that pick a lot, even though I wasn't as familiar with Rhapsody's prior catalog. And I didn't even go back to listen to it. But I, I do hear your analysis. Uh, or I remember before when we were talking about it, mm-hmm. that... Um, because I like the album as well, yeah. and it definitely did surprise me. In fact, she'd actually be a, a good, she'd be a good candidate for surprise artist of the year. That's fair, um, at least for me. Maybe I not think, for other people. Yeah, me, I think because, she surprised us more than she did everybody else. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But uh, I, I like that for um, for most improved. Yeah. Another artist I'm going to give it to, uh-huh. who I haven't listened to a lot of their early work, but I'm. Mm-hmm trusting your analysis on this because okay. we spoke about this this producer in the springtime mm-hmm. and how we both liked his his two projects but that his previous work like was fine but it wasn't as good and that mm-hmm. is static selecta mm-hmm. you know because i remember you saying that yeah. like yeah you know he's been around for a while a but the things that he did on his two projects that he came out with one was with um was bun b mm-hmm. and the other was with uh currency was it Yes, currency. Yeah, yeah. Those were both really, really good projects. And so it's like, yeah. all right, well, given that, I'm trusting that his former work wasn't as good because I really enjoyed what he did with those. So yeah. I'm going to give him uh, most improved of 2019. Nice. Now, uh, going on to the next one, do you have a nomination <laughs> for most consistent of the year? I have two of them. Okay. Um. So my first one is someone who I already nominated for something else, and that's fine. Um, And that's Benny the Butcher. Again, okay. like, you know, Griselda, Benny the Butcher, they just were consistent. He everything he gave us, you know, I was I wanted to hear more. Um, which I can't say that about everybody in the in the collective. Um mm-hmm. my other one, and I think you may agree with this, um, is Alchemist. Um Oh, okay. And and the reason I highlight Alchemist is because I think, you know, Alchemist to me is like the consummate like professional in music like he's somebody who has a professional career you don't hear his name like the kanye's and the you know the drakes and the people the the big names but he just kind of stays low and keeps firing he puts out you know project after project and everything he puts out is hot he 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 does you know a beat here and there on on lots of different albums 
Um, and, you know, I just really respect his work ethic and, how, and his consistency because everything he's putting out is quality and it's, mm-hmm. it, it, and there's a lot of it. So shout out to Alex. Okay. Who you got? Well, you have two answers and we're just going to go with both of your answers because <laughs> I couldn't really think of a, a consistent artist. I mean, yeah. typically for me to really merit a good nomination in this category, one, you have to have an album you have to have released a project in this year. Right. But then you also need to be doing a lot of collaborations. And I, I just can't really think of someone who who fits that category, who is doing things that I liked. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe someone like, you know, YBN Corday, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a project, he was on a lot of features. He was definitely consistent in the springtime okay. and then delivered when he released his debut. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll go with that artist as my most consistent because I pretty much liked everything he was, that I, at least that I heard him on this year. Yeah. So yeah. There's my pick. I'm going to go with YBM Corday. Okay. And I'm not sure if I'm saying his name correctly. But yeah, you are. Whatever. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, producer of the year, who do you got? I got Jules, uh, AKA Jules, baby. Um, you know, oh, we, yeah. Yo, I listened to that project and you were right. Yeah, this is yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I like Jules. Although, I have man. to say, I have to say, that track that you wanted me to listen to, uh-huh. yo, he ripped that whole shit from like, uh, Mari Hiso and Clap like he ripped the uh, whole South African house style yeah, I'm telling you yeah. yo people keep like every <laughs> single time I bring this up around a Nigerian about uh-huh. how like yo a lot of the South African producers got ripped uh-huh. like no one wants to believe me and this guy Jules like yo it was dope it was definitely dope but yeah. I'm like yo I heard all of this shit five years ago I can pick out the songs right. and albums that like he stole this tempo from and it's cool uh, yeah, it's cool like yeah. I'm not I don't care but I'm just saying uh-huh. folks gotta give my boy some credit anyway so up. Jules yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, just Jules. Um and you know, I think I think he's somebody who's, you know, consistently been kind of doing his thing for the last few years. Um and then, you know, this year he we get an album from him. Um, you know, and he's had some some big records with other other artists. Um and I think this was a big year for Afrobeat as well yeah, and Afro pop and you know a lot of these these um genres of, of African music. And so Jules would be the, the producer that I would pick from that, you know, that ilk of you know Afrobeats that had a great year. You know, before I go into my pick for producer of the year, I, mm-hmm. I kind of want to follow up on your what you said about Afrobeats. And mm-hmm. you know, the last several nights I went out, I was at events where you wouldn't necessarily find like a lot of West Africans or, or Africans or, or whomever. Like they might be there because they're in the city, but it wasn't that kind of event. Right. And for a large periods of the night, they were playing a lot of Afrobeat music. And what mm-hmm. we were saying was just like, look, like after hip hop and and R&B and whatever you're calling the music nowadays. Like mm-hmm. the main alternative music, if you mm-hmm. will, is Afrobeats. Like it's yeah. definitely replaced dancehall. Yeah. And or and just whatever else. Um, mm-hmm. And it's cool to be out to an event that's not necessarily like for that crowd, mm-hmm. but you're hearing that music as it's just like mainstream music. Like yeah. I, I like it, it's cool. Yeah, and it's even dope. though I don't like all of the tunes, mm-hmm. Um, and I think some of it is overrated, whatever, that doesn't matter. Like the fact that it's here and yeah. the fact that, you know, we're kind of bridging that gap between yeah. the two continents, like I like it. It's I think good. it's a really dope cultural moment and, you know, not mm-hmm. to spend too much time here, but um, I was actually talking to uh, my cousin uh, earlier today and we were just talking about how, you know, I mentioned having a little bit of FOMO, you know, when it comes to mm. this this year of year of return, Afrochella, <laughs> you know, type of thing that's going on right now in Nigeria and Ghana. Um, and just because it's it's almost like everything kind of coming full circle or coming to fruition, you know, like, you know, us as young kids, 
you know, growing up being African, you know, the kids of, of African immigrants, it wasn't something that was necessarily seen as cool. And yeah. to just watch like our people, you know, and by our people, I mean black people in America, you know, kind of go from that to where we are now, where it's just so embraced and so trendy and so popular. There's something kind of beautiful about it, it you know, this year of return, this, you know, idea of everybody kind of going to Africa and rediscovering their roots and celebrating and enjoying that culture um, mm-hmm. that I think is is definitely worth celebrating, you know? No, for sure. And I think that if I had a particular producer in mind, I would give them a shout for my producer of the year because I do think that this was a really, really big year for Afrobeat. The fact that it has broken away not broken away but the fact that like people who aren't even from the continent in general right. are like vibing out to this all the time yeah it's good to see that yeah but uh for my producer of the year i'm gonna go with a boring pick i'm just gonna pick the two producers who produce my favorite albums of the year okay. so that would be i think it's nana for 85 to africa and needles for kairos okay and i'm just just gonna go with those those folks shout out to needles man i love needles yeah all right. So biggest disappointment of the year. And I have a pick, but I want to hear yours first. Uh, my pick is Chance the Rapper. And I yeah. I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad doing it, right? Like, I, I really like Chance. We've talked about this. I, I like mm-hmm. Chance as a person. I think he's a very sincere yeah. person. I also think he's very talented, um, probably more so than you, right? Like, I think, I think yeah. he's one of the more talented individuals in this generation of music. Um, And so so, as a result of, you know, me having such high expectations for him and being Mm -hmm. such a fan, the album was very disappointing. um, And I think it it was a disappointment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's going to be my pick as well, even though I don't really care one way or the other. Mm -hmm. I just noticed so many people hated on this album. So I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. Pile on. Disappointment. (laughs) All right, so disappearing act of 2019. Yeah. I'm trying to think who fell off that probably shouldn't have. You got anyone in mind? So I'm going to give the same one I gave last year and you disagreed with me, but uh, Kendrick, man. I mean, you know, I, we yeah. we were all we were almost entirely absent of Kendrick this year. Um and I okay. think I think this may be an indicator of a big 2020 for for Kendrick. So yeah, um so I'll go ahead and tease my anticipation um there, but I think, you know, we, we didn't get to have a lot of Kendrick this year. So my disappearing act just came to me is going to be Migos. I feel like I didn't mm, hear about Migos this year. Did they come out with an album? I don't think they had an album this year. Like, I've seen Quavo all over TV. Oh, yeah, they like did solos. They did solos? There were solo albums. Um, yeah, but did anyone care about them? I don't know. If that's your type of music, I don't think it's either. Well, of hold on, hold on. I'm not going to say it's my type of music, yeah. but I admit that... I do bump to Migos generally, mm-hmm. you know, but for me, they just kind of felt absent, at least from the spaces it's, where I was in. I, I just feel like I never really got much Migos this year. It's interesting that you say that because I actually read, um, I read a, a, a bit of an article from, from uh, I think it was a DJ booth uh, uh, mm-hmm. person. And the dude said something, he was, he was commenting on one of the solos because I think there were two Migos solo albums this, this year. Um, And I think it might have, it was either Quavo or Offset. Uh, But he said, you know, he's like, he's like, this is yet another, you know, kind of disappointing solo effort from, you know, a Migos member. And he said, you know, if you can have Voltron, why would you just want the arm? And he was talking about how like, he was like, Migos, 
the the excitement of Migos is them together, and mm-hmm. that individually they don't make music that excites him. And I was like, that's, that's right. an interesting way to put that. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of them, so I can't I can't comment that like I was super saddened by their albums or anything. But it was yeah. interesting. I enjoy bumping to Migos. Like for me, Migos is some of my favorite group music. Like the, mm-hmm. the songs that it hits, mm-hmm. I just I enjoy being in the same space with people who enjoy like the city right. songs. Right. Like walk it like I talk it. Like that's yeah. a song that when, when I heard it on the album first, I was like, this song is terrible. <laughs> but then everyone starts bumping to it when we're out. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I can't get into. It. Like I admit, like it's a group music song. Right. But whatever, like, but I didn't get any of those moments this year. I mean, like, yeah. Stir Fry, Stir, like, Stir Fry, I, you know, every I single know time that it. came on, me and everyone around me, like, we were all bumping to Stir Fry. Like, I had no Stir Fry moment this year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I went to Broccoli City Festival uh-huh. anticipating, yes, Miguel was there. Yeah. Yes, Cardi B was there. But yeah. I was, uh, you know, Nipsey Hussle was there. Mm-hmm. But I was anticipating Migos, and I stayed through the rain because of Migos. Yep. And, and the power outage. I didn't get any of those outage. moments this year. Yes. And I didn't get any of Migos moments this year. So, yeah. you know, they, they disappeared to me. Okay. All right. Most L's taken. I have a few ideas, but mm. Mm, I don't know what you got. So I do not want to pile on on this artist. I am a fan of this artist, but Chance the Rapper, I'm sorry. I gave you most L's taken. Um, and okay. the reason I gave him most L's taken is because he puts out the album. It's the It's underwhelming. Yeah. He kind of does a tour of of interviews where he's kind of doubling down, like kind of making an excuse for the album, which I, and again, I'm not I'm not trying to pile on him. Um, yeah. You know, he's like, this is the space that I'm in in my life. Um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm married. This is what I'm talking about. Um, so, you know, he kind of just doubles down. He goes around. He doesn't really acknowledge that people don't like the music itself. He just yeah. kind of talks about the subject matter, which is fine. He goes on tour for that. So then his tour comes up. And I don't know if you heard, but his tour got canceled recently. Wow. Um, Why is that? Well, so first he pushed it back. And they okay. and they he claimed that he was pushing it back a couple months because he wanted to spend time with his family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they came out recently and they just canceled the tour altogether. Um, and I don't know if they necessarily publicly cited it, but it was because of lack of ticket sales. Okay. Um, and so, you know, I just feel like, you know, just a lot of L's around this particular project taken this year. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, I have several names. I'm not sure if I can really pinpoint it to one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, I feel like Eminem took L's this year. I feel like Nick Cannon took L's this year. I feel like Tank took L's this year. <laughs> I know, right? I just feel like random folks took L's. I mean, t- like ASAP Rocky took L's this year. Yeah. Took, you know, huge L's. I mean, I'm, the whole shit that happened in Sweden. I mean, it's a big yeah. L. Uh-huh. I feel like Kanye just wakes up and takes L's, uh, doesn't Kanye. even realize he's taking L's. That's fair. So I don't know. Like, it's mm. hard for me to, you know, because mm. I, we had this podcast and we do talk somewhat about some of the relevant things that go on. Right. But like, two things. One, mm. the older you get, you have so many other like it's not that i want to stay disconnected uh-huh. you know but there's so many other things like just going on in my life that right. i don't always like i'm not on twitter like that right. i'm not in these streams like that so it's like oh i want to know mm-hmm. but i'm just not there but then on the other hand too mm-hmm. a lot of these things i just don't really give a fuck about yeah. as well so 
I don't know. It's hard for me to really pick one person who took the most L's. Like I didn't even, I wasn't even familiar with all these things with Chance. And the reason why I wouldn't consider him as most L's taken is because I thought he did a great job with rhythm and flow. So I'm yeah, like, he mean, did. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, do we have a queen for 2019? Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, that's what I was gonna pick. It was yeah. either gonna be her or Beyonce again because Beyonce. Mm. But no, I'm gonna go with Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> yeah, Megan Thee Stallion is the queen of 2019. You got a king of 2019. <sighs> you know, I think I might want to go with Anderson Pac. And the reason why I'm gonna go with Anderson Pac is is because one, you know, Ventura comes out at the end of last year, right? And it was a huge success, right? And then he carries that momentum and releases a surprise album in March, right. um, which was great. I mean, I got a lot of listens to it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he has become like a star in the sense that like he was, I felt like he was just always there. Mm. Like he makes an appearance on Rhythm and Flow. He showed up on various features. He's doing like mad commercials now. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like just as a mainstay, like he's made it as like, yo, he's one of the guys. Yeah. He's one of the guys that if he wants to, like he's, I think he's reached like Miguel's status. Yeah. You know, in the sense that if, if he wants to come out, you know, if he wants to wait like another two years to come out with an album, like he can and it's yeah. cool. Like we'll wait. Like yeah. when he releases an album now, it's an event. Like when yeah. Kendrick releases an album, it's going to be an event. Mm -hmm. So I think he's solidified his, you know, he's solidified in that upper echelon of artists. And so yeah. because of that, because I just felt like he was always just like a mainstay, mm -hmm. even though he didn't do all that much towards the end of the year, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to call him my king of 2019. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I got the baby. Um, I think okay. the baby just had an, an amazing year. Like I, I can't, okay. I, I can't, I think of anybody who had the type of year that he had. Okay, well, in what sense though? Because I mean, was his album all that great? He had I mean, a, a few really good hits, but but, but see that this is the thing, right? And and when I put Queen and I put King, it's not necessarily because their music impacts me. Um, I think. Mm -hmm. And and now I'm sound like I'm hating. I think that the baby, all of his stuff sounds the same. Um, I think that yeah. a lot of his product is very mediocre. That's my personal opinion. However, you know, he he dropped two albums back to back. Um, had a lot of success with them. Um, had huge videos. Had features all over the place. I mean, you know, social media ringing off. All the ladies mm -hmm. loved him. I mean, he just he had an amazing 2019. Okay. All right. Well, do we have a most anticipated for 2020? You've already teased this pick, so why don't you go into it? Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Kendrick, all man, right. I've been waiting on you for a couple of years. Um, I and every time, Kendrick Lamar may be the only artist in this generation um and i'm i'm considering him and you know that, that's the drakes that's the j coles and uh, everybody forward that every single album that they have released has impacted has been impactful has been something that we will be talking about for years and years and years to come mm -hmm. i don't include section 80 in that i'm talking about his major label releases Mm -hmm. Um and so you know Kendrick we wait we waiting on you man I'm I'm hoping that you you know you give us something else that we can talk about the way we've been talking about your your previous projects okay Which, who you got so my most anticipated is Busta Rhymes and the reason mm -hmm. why is because they have been teasing this album since like 2018 <laughs> like this amazing amazing masterpiece uh -huh. the Busta Rhymes is working on and uh -huh. like the last couple of times I checked in he's like yeah just working on the finishing touches and I was like yo that was back in August <laughs> like 
I'm still waiting on this album. Uh -huh. It's supposed to be amazing. I want it to be amazing. Yeah. And because of that, it's probably going to be a disappointment. But fuck it. Like, yeah. this is the album that I've been waiting for since like February. Well, I mean, really. We, and I'm still anticipating it. So we, it hasn't changed. We waited for a long time for Big Bang Theory, and it was, and it was a great album. So, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm hoping that this album finally comes to fruition because yeah. Busta Rhymes is one of those artists who, I've said this before several times, that I think he's one of the most versatile artists yes. that hip hop has ever produced. I mean, there's few artists who can really, I think, thrive in just about any genre. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a few artists who, if you collaborated with Busta Rhymes, it, it wouldn't really make sense. Snoop does a lot of random collaborations that you wouldn't really make sense, but yeah. they're kind of like... They kind of like don't become what the artist he's collaborating with. Instead, they just kind of like become right. like a Snoop thing. And right. you're like, oh, Snoop's doing something else. Right. But I feel like Busta Rhymes can really blend himself yeah. into whatever the genre is. And so I think given how intelligent he is and given how you know musically inclined he is, if he is taking this long to make an album and he's going to want it to have some throwback touches but also i would assume it's also going to be like relevant to today's listeners i mean i can only hope so i have to think it's got to be good and maybe it won't be who knows i'm probably just setting myself up for disappointment but <laughs> yeah. i was anticipating it back in february and august i'm still anticipating it now so he's got my most anticipated for 2020 buster ryan's please give us some real shit i'm waiting for it boom boom yeah. Um, so we have a few other ones that you skipped here. King of R&B. Did you have anybody? I can't really think of anything. What do you got? I got four. Um, I got Sir, because Sir's oh, my yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, Sir. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. I got Ari Lennox, who's probably okay. my, if I had to give a definitive answer, that might be my my answer. I got mm -hmm. Anderson Pac, and I got Nicole okay. Buss. Okay, that's fine. I think I might actually go with Sir, but yeah. I like I like all those picks. And then um, two more uh, comeback artist of the year. I mean, we could give it to Gangstar. Oh, true. You know, I would definitely give it to them over Little Brother uh, for several reasons. One, because I think that what Premier did was probably more challenging than mm. what Little Brother did. True. And like I said, some of the the worst thing about the album is also the best thing about the album, mm -hmm. which is it, it is a very Gangstar album, mm -hmm. but it was good. And in my opinion, it was way better than Little Brother. I mean, like Little Brother's project was fine, but it was like great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like Gangstar has every excuse to come out with a Gangstar album. Little Brother doesn't, Yeah. in my opinion. So, no, I'm not going to give it to them, but I'm trying to think who else would be a comeback I, artist. I, I gave it I to uh, Jadena and Jim Jones. What did Jim Jones do? Jim Jones put out an album, um, and it was pretty good. It was a Heatmakers, all, all produced by Heatmakers, um, mm. and it was it was a good album. A lot of people liked okay. it. Okay, all right. So what's the uh, what's the next uh, the next one? The last one uh, is Biggest Troll. <sighs> Isn't it like just like Kanye by default? Um, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think who else really trolled us this year. Okay, well we kind of teased about this. I mean, possibly the baby was a troll. Right, <laughs> um, Ti was a troll, possibly. Uh, I'm trying to think who else would be a troll. I mean, anyone who does something just to get attention to put out their rollout to me is trolling. That's fair. So obviously last year, I mean, it was Kanye, it was no mm -hmm. doubt about it. But I'm trying to think if anyone got on that level this year. I mean, is Nick Cannon trolling? Mm -hmm. uh, who knows? Um, I've got the game. Um, the game. Yeah, and I mean, I think just, I probably would put him as biggest troll as a, just a human. 
Um, you know, I really, <laughs> what did he do? Because really I, I don't even remember him being in the news. What, what did, did he do? What did he not do? Um, I think he started <laughs> his rollout, uh, you know, teasing some song, talking about how he slept with Kim Kardashian 20 years ago, and you know, he slept with uh, uh, Joe Budden's wife at the time or fiance 15 years ago. He recently said that uh, he and 50 were beefing and Michael Jackson called him personally to talk about doing a song with J- with Michael Jackson, 50 Cent, and the game in order to squash their beef. Um, I okay. mean, the, like Michael a, Jackson gives a shit. Right. Like, he's just a troll, a liar, and a terrible person. Um, but I mean, I think he, he, tr- he trolled. He, he actually put out something this year. The album was actually good. Um, okay. But the entire rollout was a troll, and he's a troll, and so I just have him as my biggest troll. That's fair. You know, I might just say, um, <laughs> I mean, the internet in general is a troll. I mean, a lot of things that got our attention were strictly because the internet was trying to get our attention. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of this shit that just goes viral. It goes viral because people know it's silly, and they're mm. like, oh, let me retweet this. This is silly. Mm. And then people actually talk about it and take it seriously. Like, why are you doing this? Like, <laughs> If you guys, if you guys are not trolls and you recognize that something is dumb, like stop sharing. Yeah, like, that's what agreed. wastes everybody's fucking time. Agree. So anyway, but uh, that's all I got for this for 2019's 80s Baby Awards. You got anything else? Nah, that's it. We usually end with most anticipated of 2020, mm-hmm. so maybe we'll uh, we'll edit that to flip it around. So okay. Cool. Uh, Anything else? So that should no, no. um, We're gonna try to come out with another episode. I'm gonna be in New Zealand by the time these folks listen to this. Yeah, but I get back at the end of January, and then we're gonna team up again with with Calmont to discuss the 20 year tribute for one of my favorite ever albums, Ghostface Killer's Supreme Clientele. You great album. Uh, Oh, additionally, I don't know if you saw, but. So the 15-year um, thing that Cameron ended up doing for Purple Haze was releasing a sec Purple Haze 2. Um, you know, I did see that there was a Purple Haze 2, and I laughed <laughs> and then went on to something else. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, shout out to Cameron. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I think that should wrap it up. So um, yeah, hope you guys had a, a good 2019, a good new year, and let's yeah, look forward to a lot of good things in 2020. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Peace. Yeah, blessings we are reap and we course in handful. We in a rise and boast. Yeah, we give thanks like we need it the most. We have to give thanks like we really supposed to be thankful. Blessings all from me.
That's how I made her give him the go. I'm me the lies and Janos and my passion ignited. Got the music, get me excited. I'm coming like a poison. Mm-hmm. Blessings all for my life and my tongue.